0: This is Channel Attitude, your voice,
1: your right, your freedom.
0: one of bill barons is would you say proteges or just somebody that you that uh that you know or like what's your relationship with bill barons because he's just uh hot on the new the younger and the new talent so tell me a little bit about how you know bill
1: indeed he is um yeah i guess i would call myself a prospect of bill barons you know
0: a um a prospect i didn't know i haven't heard that word before what does that mean to you i like it prospect
1: Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, Let me see. I see. I like to just throw big words around with no regard. So um, just uh, somebody who's seen as a somebody with potential, someone with potential. There we go. Wow. A, you know what? Simpler terms.
0: I'm going to steal. I'm going to vibe steal that word for all of the prospectal men that I see from time to time. I'm just going to start calling them a prospect.
1: It's yours. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thank you. I respect Thank you it. So much. You're a um, really
0: you're a really great worker. I was watching some of your matches and you're really talented. And there's some people that I interview that suck, that are the living shits, and you're really, you're really good.
1: You gotta throw some names out there now. You can't just leave it at that.
0: I know just let's just say some prospects. Some prospects,
1: <laughs> got you. Yes.
0: Really talented. I'm still trying to figure out what your finisher is.
1: That's extremely flattering. Uh, you and me both, actually. Sometimes I like to use a submission. Sometimes I feel like putting them down with a wrestling move, you know? No, yeah. I,
0: I I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Like, everything I've seen thus far, and at first I thought you were getting color, and then I see that you're in the hospital with a car accident. What? It, that was, like, a couple years ago? When was that? It's
1: It's been a long road. Yeah, that was the beginning of summer 2K19. I was a dumbass 15-year-old, uh, just got out of my sophomore year of high school. Me and my buddy were driving around, and um, my Kenny Omega hat that I had gotten at WrestleCon the previous year flew out into the road as we were driving, and uh, I wasn't willing to part ways with that hat. I had emotion- an emotional attachment, so I made my buddy whip around, and I got out, went into moving traffic to fetch this hat, and... No! Yep, yep, yep. Uh, that's why I've got, um, well, a quarter of my body is being supported by titanium. You know, 19 years old.
0: And you're still you're still wrestling with that happening in your body?
1: Of course. It's like a superpower. Half wow. biotic. You know what's,
0: what I'm saying? What's, uh, yeah. What's, di- what's titanium in you? Uh, it's
1: uh, my left shin bone completely. Uh, my collarbone right here. here. God, dear God. Uh, Let's see, let's see. Uh, Anything else? Oh, my ankle as well. My left fibula.
0: What what went through your mind when you got hit? Did you black out or did you get hit and know, oh, Oh, shit.
1: I don't even remember getting hit. It was lights out. Um, I remember waking up in the hospital, like flashes of consciousness here and there. And I woke up in the hospital and the first thing I saw were my mother and my sister just looking at me, like very shook, but very relieved simultaneously. And my dad was just looking at me at the front of the bed, this fucking dumbass. Yeah. This kid. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Were you worried about your health or were you worried about being able to wrestle again?
1: Uh, the first question out of my mouth was, what, uh, when am I gonna be able to wrestle again? And how old that. are you
0: with this accident? The,
1: the second question was, where's my Kenny Omega hat? And I was 15, about to turn 16.
0: But you started wrestling when you were 15, I thought. Or how old were you?
1: I started training when I was 13, and I oh, had my shit. first I had my first match at 13 against AEW superstar Griff Garrison, and I beat him via small package roll up, whooped his ass as a kid, and I whoop his ass as an adult. Now Griff has also been on the show,
0: but not one of the prospects. No that I was referring. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it that seems. as a sort- good time. Anybody attached to Bill, I've been been able to suck up lately, and it's so cool when I see. Uh, and I'm I'm older than you, <laughs> newsflash. Younger talent coming up because I remember coming up as a musician, and it seemed as though I could never get old enough for people to take me seriously. I was always, or oh, you're too young, or you don't have enough enough experience, or. It just was always this year two, year two, year two. And then you get to be 20, 25. And then I remember being 26 and having a prominent, uh, what do you call these people, critic to come up to me in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And we were talking and he mentioned uh, there's a guy named Kid Johnny Lang. Well, it was his sister at the time. And he said, well, his sister is 26. You know? She doesn't have a record deal yet. She's over the hill. If she doesn't have one by now, she's never going to get one. And I think I must have been, I was younger but I, I felt like the pressure of the world on my just making like suffocating me. And I thought I'm going to be 26 within a few years. And what am I going to do? And there was always like this weird limbo that I was either too young or now I'm getting too old. And there's always this age thing hovering around. How do you feel with your age? Do you feel as though people take you seriously? Because damn it, you were really good. Or do you feel like you're always trying to prove something like, Where are you mentally in your head? Because it's fun for me to see somebody who's got the absolute world in front of them. Like the world is your oyster. You have nothing but time to hone in your craft and to freaking kill it. And you will. And you already are. How do you feel about all of that?
1: Well, thank you for the kind words. I I do appreciate that. Um, I actually, the way I feel... That's the same thing that people always say to me. You're young. You've got the world in front of you. You've got all this time. But I actually think the exact opposite. Okay. Um, I learned the hard way when I was 15 that it could end at any given second, you know? Um, And when people say you have time, it's like, it's almost like, fuck that. You don't have time. Because, yes, I'm young, but time moves very fast. No, it does. It does. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I felt everything you said about, I, I found that relatable, which is, uh correlating correlating to your experience in the music industry. It's definitely, a, I think it's more of an in-your-head thing. Just a wall that you got to cross over.
0: When you're training, do you even think about that at all? Do you think about, I'm just here and now? Do you think about, I've got to be the best I can be? Do you think about, is somebody watching me? Like, because I mean, I don't know what you did to get like, to get around Bill Barron's like, that's a badass mother trucker. Like he's connected, you know, and he knows a lot of people like, what are you doing? So right. First off, you're very polite. Um, you're on time, you're punctual. You've been great with your communication and I've got, you know, veterans that I speak to that. I don't know if they're going to show up on the show or I don't know if they're going to do this or that, or they're flaky as shit. And they even tell me I've had a lot of head injuries. I'm, I'm really flaky. Okay. Well then you've had a lot of head injuries you know you're a flake, put it on your calendar that you've got a time and quit canceling and standing me up. But they're they're legends, so you try to let it slide. I'm noticing right off the bat, like, you just have a really good work ethic, like you're on top of your game. Where are you getting that from? Is somebody like Bill pounding that into you? Is that your mom and dad? Is that your trainer? Like, where do you get that from? Because not everybody that shows up for the pod is as prepared as you have been.
1: Well, thank you again. I appreciate it. Sorry, I'm very redundant with my appreciation <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I'm very redundant with my appreciation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, you know.
0: Stop it. But, okay.
1: um, I would say a bit of all of the above. Um, I definitely have a fat chip on my shoulder. Like I just said, I learned the hard way a long time ago that it could end at any given second. You never know how much time you really have anything can go wrong even maybe it's not getting hit by a car but it could be an an ankle injury or an orbital bone injury you never know as for who's as for who's holding me in check it's definitely i have a great trainer uh the ring warrior lebron Cozum, um um, absolute animal in the ring and i'm very fortunate in that i come from a wonderful support system uh, which not everybody uh, most people because I kind of grew up in wrestling, so to speak. I started when I was thirteen. I've been able to see that not everybody comes from no, not not everybody has it as good as I have it. Um, you know, all my injuries, my all I had to do was lay in bed and recover. It sucked. I didn't want to be there, but at the end of the day, all I had to do was lay there and eat healthy, take my vitamins, and just wait to heal. My parents are the ones that went to work and continue to support me and patch me up just so I can go do it again and again and again. So
0: I was going to say, what's the story with your parents? Because that picture that I saw of you with New Jack, like you looked like a wet little noodle. You know what I mean? You were a tiny little tot. So Indeed. You are probably pretty young in that photo, and you would have had to have had somebody, like, really supporting you. Did your dad wrestle? Did your dad like wrestling? Did your mom? Like, it's so – it's not the normal story that I get. It's usually – um. Oh, who was I just doing, Sal Renaro, just saying, like, I got thrown out by my mom at, like, 14 or 15, you know, just tossed out of the house and bounced around and this and that and made my way. And you're giving props and accolades to your folks, and that's really cool. But wh- who was it in your family that introduced you to wrestling and, like, let you be around all these guys at such a young age?
1: Yeah, so my buddies, actually, I had these friends that were three brothers when I was very, very young my first friends ever actually. And I was kind of a bandwagon. Mm-hmm. They were my only friends. So whatever they liked, I liked. And eventually they got into wrestling and eventually they got out of wrestling, but I never did. The bug just never left me. And my mom and dad, for whatever reason, supported it. And when I was 13, I told them I wanted to be a wrestler. And I think, you know, of course, I was still a kid, so they didn't take me quite seriously yet. But as time went on, it, it wasn't going away. They kept asking me what I wanted to be, if I was thinking about what to do after high school, and they always got the same answer, pro wrestler, pro wrestler, pro wrestler. So, so how did it go? ahead. I just think over time, they realized how serious I was about it. And I, when I was 13, me and my dad had bought tickets to Monday Night Raw in Greensboro, where I'm from, my hometown. And we stopped through a Wendy's prior to the show. And the... um the drive-through lady miss kim i remember her name she i painted my face like the ultimate warrior because i was 13 or whatever and she was like oh my she recognized the face paint she thought i was the cutest thing ever and she was like i actually know a wrestler if you guys want to come back to this come back here after monday night raw i can call my homeboy and introduce you guys to him so after raw i still wow. had the face paint on and everything we went back to the same wendy's and uh that's when lebron Cozon walked in and he wasn't gonna train me originally because i was a puny ass little tiny ass 13 year old i looked like i was eight if we're if we're being honest but he needed some work done at his school some renovation and my dad is a carpenter just so happens so Cozon said okay if you do some some work for me in exchange. I'll start training your son. Really? And that's how that happened.
0: And you're 13 when this starts?
1: 13 years old. Indeed.
0: Bill was saying something in a message to me about you were going to work somebody, but he wouldn't let you because you were too young. What story is that? Do you know what I'm talking about? I can look it up. If not.
1: No, 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. So uh, my brother for life, Jay Malachi the kid who I grew up with, he started training at 13, and we were the same age, you know. We were supposed to have a match with Griffin Marcus when we were maybe maybe 15, and Griffin Marcus were already, Mr. Barron's was already their agent. And he, uh, I don't know, for safety reasons, he didn't want them working us because we weren't um, 18 yet. We okay. weren't responsible for ourselves yet. Sure. Um, understandable now in hindsight, but I really remember wanting that match at that time. What was your first match? My first match was against, uh, Griff Garrison. But where? One. Oh, where was it? It was yeah. at some, some kids recreational summer, summer camp. That's, I just, a lo- lot of concussions in between them. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: The prospect yeah. kicking in. Indeed. Was your whole family at the match? I believe my dad popped in
1: for a few minutes.
0: He was too busy working off his uh, carpentry, carpentry skills for that uh, that trainer. No, he,
1: he was yeah <laughs> too busy making money to pay for my medical bills coming up.
0: But you hadn't got coming up, right? I was going to say you hadn't gotten any yeah, accidents. Yeah. Yet. Okay, so you start training. You do your first match. Then are you at the gym like every week or every other week? You're going to school. Like when are you doing this?
1: I am going to school. Um, I'm doing it. So we, the way training was, it was three days a week back in the day. It was Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Yeah. After a while, I got pretty religious about it. I, w- I was slacking at first in terms of going to training, but after a while, I became religious about it, and I went three days a week. As I got older, you know, college came around, high school graduation, responsibilities, life came at me. So I'm still, that's still all happening. That's I'm still in the beginning process of all that. I'm 19 years old. So life happening. You're in the beginning of that. Indeed. So I'm actively, (laughs) actively managing as best I can.
0: Who's in the background of you? That almost looks like Kong. Is it? Who is this? No, I can't see. Oh my
1: Lord. Uh, Okay. Homeboy right here. That's Colby Carino. Looks
0: like Kong without my glasses. Who's this? That's not Jimmy Hart, is it?
1: Jimmy Hart, I believe that's the Mouth of the South. Actually, you're right. Is it? Right above him is uh, Molina.
0: Where are you right now? Are you at some? You're at uh, roommates, or where? Where the heck are you?
1: I am at my friend's uh, team SuperJaws house. They are a production team. They they work shows. Here in the South and along the East Coast, they're, they're the best in the business, no doubt.
0: What are you doing right now to continue pro wrestling? How often do you train? How many shows are you doing?
1: And what do you do? Like, how do you keep the lights on? What else do you do? So since I'm not in college and I have my own job and I make my own money, my parents are sweet enough to let me stay with them. Yep. So that's um, that's where I'm staying and what do you support, do,
0: what I was going to say, what do you do to support yourself?
1: Indeed, to support myself, I actually work at Glass City. It's a local smoke shop here in the Greensboro area. OK, so regular shoot job, regular shoot job.
0: And they let you off to do all the stuff that you need to do, which is how much
1: a week? They're extremely they're extremely generous with it. We'll see. The, the great thing is I get to make my own schedule with this. OK, job. Wow. Yeah. And they're very lenient in in the event that a booking pops up and I really need to do it. They'll if I ask them to drop my shift, they'll do it for me. I'm in a very good spot. I'm in a very good well, spot. I'm very fortunate to be in my position.
0: That's important to say that because it's it's and it's not like, oh well, he's young, he's this and that. It's like, no, anybody at any age could get a job that can help them pay bills and can also be lenient on taking time off or I always tell people that are in entertainment or sports entertainment, like get a job at a place where there's lots of different people that could pick up the slack for you, not only at that business, but maybe it's a chain. If you got to be friends with somebody that worked at one down the block or a couple miles away or this or that, that there's always a pool of people to pick from that you can make nice with that you can bargain with and barter and say, you know, I'll work this holiday. If you just take this pop-up booking that I have, like, it's so important. Um, I did modeling and commercials and movies and all of this stuff. And I always had to figure out ways to support myself just like that. And then there's a lot of people that'll just want to make an excuse and say, well, I can't be a pro wrestler. I can't be an indie wrestler. I can't be a singer. I can't be an actress because, because, because. But there's always, there's always a way if you find the right situation, which it sounds like that you do.
1: That's the name of the game right there, finding the right situation. And luckily for me, I didn't necessarily have to find it it's, it's, it's been there for me the whole time.
0: Wow. No, you're, uh, you're a blessed dude. You're a blessed dude, but you know it. So let's talk about you're 19 and you're doing like, let's talk about some of the matches that you've had. Let's talk about some of the promotions that you've worked with and let's talk about like what you're doing to get noticed and where you want to go. So let's start with what you have done.
1: What I have done. Uh, we talking notable accolades, achievements, favorite Doesn't matches. Yeah, whatever. I want to hear
0: some of it. Let's document this. This is okay, such a beautiful. cool, cool podcast because it's on such a great, phenomenal platform and network with Vince Russo. And it's like you. I'm pretty sure this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life. You definitely seem like it's not a phase. And Absolutely you know, not. we want to figure we want to figure out how to build this. And it's just. It's so lovely to have this opportunity for me even to have you on and then for you so that you can tell your story, you know, early on and then that lives on social media, social imprint forever. So, let's document some of the things that you've had that you feel like are a win.
1: Absolutely. Thank you kindly. Yeah. I would say I would say first of all, uh Colby Carino was one of the first guys who I stepped into the ring with. I, I was never one of those guys who I um was arrogant in a way that i thought i knew everything okay i thought i I knew like enough at one time and i stepped into the ring with colby carino got my two front teeth kicked out Uh, i'm 17 17 at this time yes 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 i got my two front teeth kicked out i had circles worked around me it was oh
0: is that the picture where it says you have to pay to play
1: that was from AEW Dark when I broke my orbital bone from a crossbody.
0: God. And oh, how yeah, do you feel got, when people say wrestling stories. is fake?
1: Um, at, at, at this point, I, I grew up hearing it. You know, wrestling's been my, okay. wrestling's been my passion. my passion since <laughs> I was seven. You know, all the kids in school this shit's fake. This shit's garbage. I, you know. Yeah, it sounds old. pretty no fake different. to me. Let's yeah, go yeah, back.
0: Yeah. To, let's go back to the two front teeth. Oh, wow, that's a pain. Okay, are your teeth like implants now, or what's the gimmick? What do you got? Yeah, I've got,
1: so these two front teeth are fake. They've been, oh! and this bottom tooth right here is fake. They've been re-knocked out and redone oh! um, more times than I can count. Oh, I yeah, it's unbelievable. Name of That's the a terrible
0: pain. That's a terrible pain. I've got some implants too, so I know. That hurts. No oh. kidding. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay, so here we go. Two front teeth knocked out. Keep going. Two front
1: teeth knocked out. I'm having circles wrestled around me. It was the, to be honest with you, it was the first time since I began wrestling that I stepped into the ring with somebody and I, they completely made me go, goddamn, I don't know a fucking thing. I thought I knew oh. shit, but I, I don't know shit about this. And so you thought about Col- that. Oh, Colby made me think about it. I had no choice to after that match. I had to reevaluate everything uh not even trying to be funny i mean that and colby after that match really that match is the match that made me really want to step up my game it made me realize that i need to step up my game and since then everything's been going essentially in the right direction i've been very very fortunate to have been able to wrestle guys like josh woods and i still keep in contact with him he helps me out and um A lot of guys that I grew up watching on TV I have a direct line to that I can go to for advice, match critiques, anything at any time.
0: Wow, that's a blessing. That's pretty badass.
1: Unbelievable. Unbelievable, no doubt. What
0: what did you learn the day that you went and visited New Jack? And what was that?
1: Uh, I'm sorry, what about New Jack?
0: The day that you met him because that was you in the picture, right? In the ring with New Jack?
1: That was me. Um, So maybe I was five or six months into training and I just, I walked in one day and I was a little marked. So I Googled up all the wrestlers, like their Wikipedia pages. I knew where they were from and all that. So I knew new Jack lived in Greensboro or I had an idea that he lived in Greensboro at least. And I just walked into training one day, everybody was there and there was a figure with his back turned facing the ring with his arms crossed, you know, bald guy. You know, I can, I can see scars when he's like turning his head slightly on his forehead. And I go to sit down to put on my gear and coach, coach Cozo looks at me. He's like, you're going to shake new Jack's hand. And I'm not going to lie. I was intimidated. Cause I knew who the fuck that was. I knew exactly who the fuck new Jack was. So I was a bit intimidated at first, but he was the sweetest guy. Yeah. I, I, I compl- Yeah. Unbelievable. Did he Very give nice you any guy.
0: advice? Did he give you any advice? Indeed.
1: I, I got to lock up with him and even kind of run a spot with him. What? For maybe five or 10 seconds. Yeah. One, one of my career highlights that nobody will ever get to see, unfortunately, but I know it happened.
0: What did he tell you? Did he tell you anything verbally or that was it? You just sort of had a bump with him and that was it.
1: I just had a bump with him, and that was it. But I did get to have a couple promo classes with him when he gave me he gave me some good critiques. Uh, the same things that I still, even to this day, after six years, struggle with sometimes projection, um, placement of points to articulate in promos. Um, he was very blunt, very honest, and as a kid because I was a child, I think that that's something that some people, not everybody, most definitely, but some people were kind of afraid to be brutally honest with me, but new Jack was certainly not one of those people. He, he told me what I needed to hear.
0: Great memory. So let's fast forward back to the, the two front teeth. Let's talk about a few more things after that. Respect your time. But What are a few more major moments in your career that we can document forever?
1: We can document forever. Yeah. So I got to do Monday Night Raw a couple of Got to do Monday let's Night talk Raw about a couple of weeks ago. That. Indeed. Uh, well, what do you want to know? I don't know how much I am allowed to disclose. But... Well,
0: you can always talk about feelings. feelings. How did you get Monday Night Raw? How did that even happen? Because a lot of people would love to know, like, how did that all go down? Did you just get a call? Did you get an email? Who hooked it up? How does it go? Like, let's talk about that.
1: Okay, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, Firestar Pro Wrestling is is the training school that I come from. Okay. Incredible, incredible training school. They have a, amazing seminars, and they recently had a seminar with a certain scout, and that scout picked a couple people from the seminar, and I guess he watched us at our – we had a show to do the, the day after the seminar, and he also attended that show, and I guess he picked a few prospects – and there it is again indeed and I was fortunate enough to be considered one of those prospects that night and Ooh. I out got the many? email out of how many I'm sorry out uh, of how many? four of us okay all right including me four of us and the the funny thing is I almost didn't get that get that raw opportunity because there's um a certain medical protocol that WWE you have to follow and this Saturday before the Monday that I was supposed to do the match, I got an, I got an urgent email that said um, a certain result that needed to be in my testing wasn't there, and I didn't have time to go and get this get this test done because this is the kind of test that takes a week or maybe two weeks to get okay. the results for. But, anyways, the next morning, as a, I'd completely given up. I got that email when I was at work and I'd completely given up. I called my dad first thing and I was like, well, fuck it. It's maybe next time. It's over. Not happening this time. But my dad, he, he always finds a way. My dad always finds a way. He's, he's magical. Um, he, he called all of the doctors that I had ever seen, he called all of the places I'd ever had blood drawn, like asking for this result. And we just we couldn't find just nothing. So we decided as a last ditch effort um, in the morning we were going to go and get a vaccine for said uh, medical protocol. So that happened. And I sent that to the scout and I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, I don't have this uh, result in my test, but I can prove to you that I don't have it. And I I did not think it was going to work. I thought it was game over. So I was all pissed off that night and then i got an email that said good news medical will take it this time and i was completely pessimistic but my dad was the total opposite he he did everything in his power to make sure that i got that that i got that opportunity
0: that wow you got a good dad
1: yeah no shit he's he's the go um but yeah we got to raw and you know Homeboy selected a few of us and it was weird. Before I went out there, it was really weird because I thought I was gonna be totally tweaked out, just nervous, shook to the core. But I really wasn't. It was like a it was a good nervous. And I walked out to the ring and I stood in the ring, and it was flabbergasting, like this is my dream to be yes. in a WWE ring in front of a yes. WWE audience. But it was it was a weird calm because I'm in a wrestling ring. This is my home. This is where I belong. Yeah. Nice. So
0: that's a great point. When are we gonna be able to see anything? <laughs> Will we, or is it just dark or
1: uh so it was actually live. It was against Indish Share that night. I can't remember the exact date of the episode, unfortunately. May fifteenth, something like that. But uh, you, have you have footage of it. You have footage of it. there's footage on YouTube. On oh, I thought okay, so you said you can YouTube. talk about it. Oh no! Just like the um, the protocol to getting the opportunity.
0: Got it. Got it. Got it. Got, the got it. The yeah, yeah. Got
1: yeah.
0: it. I got it. Yeah. Well, make sure I get a make sure that I get a link or see what this is. So you. Oh, well, you got okay. It. I'll talk to you when this is over with. Oh, I have to you see have that. You. So you, yeah, it was a sure. calm. It was a calm for you.
1: Very weird calm because, like I said, I expected to be uh, shit in my pants for lack of a better uh, analogy, but. Just because I actually have a wrestling ring in my backyard. For kids here's, here, here's another story about my dad. So when I was 16, my fucking sweet 16, my dad was like, all right, bud, listen, you can either have a car or you can have a wrestling ring. Um, in hindsight, it would have been better to take the car, but I don't regret choosing the wrestling ring at all. Don't regret it for a single second. Your dad is
0: like... Man, too bad your dad. Well, your dad's not single. Otherwise, I, otherwise, I'd have to make him a prospect.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't blame you. I Don't tell your mom you.
0: that. I'm just teasing. I saw a picture of your mom. She's hot shit. I saw her. She was like, she's a great oh, looking avoided. lady.
1: Yeah. yeah, She's a
0: great looking lady. And you stay in really, really good shape. So whatever you're doing and eating, keep doing that because it's working.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Right, you. you look wonderful. Yeah.
0: I appreciate it. I got a lot of work to do, though. I'm hustling, though. I'm doing what I need to do, cleaning it up. Sometimes during COVID, we let it. Some of us let it go, but it's time to. It's time to clean it up. But cleaning it up as I go. Tell us what uh, we can. We can follow you at the bottom. We're looking at Instagram and Twitter. All
1: right, so we're looking at Twitter. We got Jackson Drake O three because I was born in 03. We got Instagram, reversed 3 Jackson Drake.
0: Yeah, I like how you have to let us I know that. You-
1: earlier indeed i'm embarrassed to admit that i don't have merchandise but when i do miss goldilocks here will be the first to know
0: i would appreciate that i just bought somebody's gimmick tonight because i know they, they're they brand new to it and they hadn't sold any yet and i remember them uh, i ran into them they were checking to see if they had sold anything and i saw one of their just promos that they had on uh instagram and i thought oh, i'm gonna order their shirt so i did just to they'll never know that it's me but i just thought a little thought sympathy wanted- order yeah it was a sympathy order like i said (laughs) they'll they'll never know that it's me but they'll have a skip in their step tomorrow morning when they see that you know somebody bought their thing so i think that's you got to support i wish everybody would just support everybody while they're alive and not wait for everybody to drop like a fly and then cry about it on social media and talk about how much they loved them but i'm like if you loved them so much then why why didn't you buy any gimmicks while they were still alive you know like i don't know i think you should do things in the present what uh what can we look forward? What can we look forward to in the future for you? What's cooking that you can talk about?
1: What do I got cooking? What's going on in the future? So let's see, let's see. July 24th, Firestar Pro Wrestling going against Draken. Another nice. prospect. So to Nice. Speak. Nice. Indeed. Battle of the Prospects.
0: Okay, prospects and again.
1: Uh, indeed, indeed. What else we got? We got PWF July 1st, wrestling the homeboy Jay Malachi. For the sixty-seven thousandth time
0: yeah I was gonna Another say that. what book. does he look like what does he look like I'm trying to picture him from your from your page
1: what does uh Malachi look like yeah let me see hey, uh, boys can somebody whip up a picture of Malachi real quick
0: is he black white what I'm trying to remember which one, uh, one. He, he,
1: he is an african-american gentleman
0: yes there's an african-american that you've been the, the been young working. OG
1: yeah. Uh, yeah that's your guy That's my guy. That's my guy. Came up together. Born and raised in the wrestling business together. Two scrawny-ass kids from North Carolina that just so happened to share the same dream.
0: No, I love it. You guys are awesome. Well, I'm excited.
1: You
0: you. You let me know when you've got more things. Did you get one for me? Let's see.
1: Shout out. Shout out Malachi.
0: Yes, that's who I was thinking. And you you so uh, perfectly called him African American and I just went to the old school ways of saying black because... Cause I'm no, school. I respect it. I just want to be different. No, yeah. you, I appreciate you being PC, man. Thank you oh, for that.
1: Yeah, well,
0: we got to We are We are at Goldie's Closet. Is it ever, I got to put my glasses on to see it again. Yes. Goldie's Closet, episode 226. Jackson Drake. Really blown away with the talent of this man. Uh, I've been studying him for the last couple of days, and he's really doing great things. Please follow him. Check him out. Pay attention uh encourage and support all of the up-and-coming just superstars and talent like this is the future of wrestling and what an honor it is to have you on this show and just talk a little bit about what you're doing what you've done and all the people that have helped you get there so i appreciate you brother
1: well i'm absolutely flattered but the honor is all mine this is actually my first interview slash podcast and i get to do it with a legend like yourself
0: well, um, I don't I'm know honest. about the legend. I don't know about the legend, but I am I'm I'm a good Everybody person. else knows.
1: You don't, but everybody else does. I'm
0: a good first interview just because I I've been on both sides of the camera and I know, you know, you don't ever want to make somebody look stupid or um call them out or just make them feel uncomfortable. It's just it's good to just ask things that like I said honor people that have helped you document the great things and the not so great things and always look for a resolve and see like what you've learned from it and continue to do so. And I just, you know, I encourage you to keep living a healthy lifestyle so that you're around this business for a long time. Um, A lot of the friends that I had growing up in the business, when impact wrestling TNA started, you know, the ones that weren't healthy, I will just fucking cut a promo on you and let you know they're dead. And the ones that did practice good habits are all, you know, heavyweight champions or champions of of everything. Like, and that's, those are the big guys. Those are the AJ styles and the CM punks. And, you know, they didn't, they didn't fuck around. They didn't fuck around in any way. Like they were really serious. Elix skipper is still a really good friend. Like just the guys that were on the straight and narrow didn't do all the pills. Um, they did their politics, right. You know, they'd go out afterwards. They'd, hang out when people were doing blow and all of the shit and we'd all do our little dance. And then we knew it, and it was time to go. And even Vince Russo never fucked around. He always would just show his face for a few minutes and then get back up to his hotel room because he was, he was married and he was respecting his wife. And I'm not even going down that, that Avenue. I'm just going down the health and wellness, like just stay away from the pills or you will be dead at 47. and You won't be able to wrestle anymore. You won't be able to pass anything along to the new and next generations. And you know, you'll just be another fucking meme that's out there. And I don't want that for you. So just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a really great job. And hang out with people like Bill and and, and mentors that uh, they really care about this business. Bill's a legend. He's really a badass.
1: That's oh, yeah. it. That's well all I got to say.
0: I go out on my promo. All right. What do we at? 220.
1: Oh, no, we're frozen. Who's those
0: brand? Back. I'm not frozen. Are you frozen? Uh, no, I think we're good now. We're chilling. Um, I think everybody else could hear me. It th- might have been frozen on your end. I'm just saying Channel Attitude, Russo's brand, episode 226, with our loves, uh Jackson Drake. We want to thank you for watching, listening, tuning in. We know you have plenty of choices to spend your money at and tune in and your time. So thank you so much for uh, listening to this uh, young gentleman's story And we wish you a great week. Everybody stay safe out there, but be free and always stay golden. And Let me clap. Hey, you're awesome, brother. And we're out. What's up, everyone? It's Goldie Impact Wrestling, TLC's cheapskates. Ted Nugent's running wild from him somewhere in the woods and maybe you've seen our band Goldilocks band. We're out there, we're on tour, but now we're connecting on Cameo. So I want to tell you that I'm here to be your humble servant and that's whatever you need said for you, for a friend, a shout out, a golden shout out, you name it, here and on it. Now, just reminding you, keep it classy, keep it cool, and keep it above the belt. But I want to offer you something a little bit uh, a little bit different. Just remember if I'm not on the road and I've got access to these next beauties, we can always have Da, 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 da. I want to make this the most amazing experience for you ever Because you deserve it Your friends deserve it Your loved ones deserve it And just remember I can sing you a few lines of a song It can be from, from anywhere Like uh, it can be from Somewhere over the Or it could be near, far, wherever you are. It could even be on a highway to hell. It can even be from there. Oh, and keep in mind, not all requests are the same. Maybe your motivation comes with a harder edge. Maybe you need a more jagged little pill. There's nothing that I love more than playing the heel. So if you need your message delivered with more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Intention? Please specify. Can't wait to connect with you on Cameo. Thanks so much for being here. Stay golden.